everybody and welcome back. Today's episode will be a bit different. Like I'm recording this not right after my training session as tomorrow I won't be able to go for a ride and neither I will be able to record a podcast episode. So I'm recording this a day before. Today's episode is moving in a different direction than my normal episodes are as I thought what could bring you the most value. So I came up with a few ideas, actually they've been laying around since a few months where I didn't know I would start the interval training experiment. So I had to come up with a few ideas which I found could be useful for you and as I'm not training tomorrow I'm using one of those ideas and I will probably post them more regularly in the future besides the interval training logs which will come every other day. Today's episode will be about four things why you are not improving your riding or your stamina and four solutions to that. So I assume that every mountain biker wants to improve his riding and his stamina in some sort. Like I guess there are no mountain bikers which are happy with how they are performing. There is always something to improve I guess. Otherwise not so many people would enjoy mountain biking. I guess everybody is aspiring to ride the next ride better than they did their last ride. And those four things actually which I will talk about today aren't things I've looked up on the internet. Those are things I experienced by myself so I want to share those. I don't guarantee that those apply to everybody but the only thing I can say I've experienced those things and they worked for me. So I hope today's episode is bringing you some value too. So the very first thing which is limiting your performance and is limiting your learning curve is making excuses. So you've probably, I guess we all have, watched a video from Fabio Vima or Danny McAskill where they are performing crazy tricks, I don't know, on the railroad, jumping from one rock to the other and stuff like that. Or even if we watch more basic videos where they are doing manuals and wheelies and stoppies and so on, we instantly assume that only those, let's call them pros, are able to do such things. And when the idea comes up of why we aren't doing such things, we quickly make excuses like, we don't have that expensive bike. We don't have time to do the training and put in the effort. We don't have that many followers to create such crazy projects. We don't have the cool trace nearby to practice. Like all of these things are basically excuses. They aren't even real. They are just in your head. Which in the end means they are easy solvable. Do you remember the video Fabio Vima made where he is basically riding a downhill track with a city bike? Or do you remember the video of Seth's bike hacks where he is basically filling up the whole bike frame with water and filling any other left spaces with sand to make the bike as heavy as possible to prove that actually your bike isn't too heavy to wheelie. Sure there are circumstances which make performing certain tricks easier but they aren't impossible. But if you have the will you still be able to do those tricks no matter which bike you're riding, no matter where you're located no matter your age, your gender or any other dumb excuse you come up with. Like one guy once approached me saying oh I could never run such an Instagram channel, I have the wrong surname for that. Like if you remember my username is consisting of or 
let's say I never told you that, like my username is consisting of my first name, which is Georg. You spell it like George without the E at the end, then one as a number and then SC. And SC stands for the first two letters of my surname. So he was basically bringing up the really dumbest excuse ever. Basically, he was trying to avoid the work which stands behind the Instagram account with dumb reasons. And I guess you're doing the same for doing things like, oh, I can not really because dot dot dot. If you are really honest to yourself, are those excuses real? Aren't they unsolvable? Like if we take the example of the location, if you're living in a city, you are not close to a forest probably and also trails aren't accessible that well. But you will probably find a skate park where you can train, you can probably find a steep road where you can practice your stamina, you can find an empty parking lot to train wheeling and so on. If you don't have any trails, try to ask a landowner if you can build trails on his property. Like, I don't know if asking is costing anything in any country on the world. I don't think so. And what would be the worst thing he could say? And if that doesn't work, if you really want it, you will find a solution, no matter your circumstances. If you don't have any hills nearby you, why not bring a rucksack with you and fill it with stones? It sounds pretty stupid, but if you want to perform better than anybody else, you have to take unconventional roads. Or why not brake while you're right if you don't have any hills and still want to improve your uphill performance? Anything is possible, if you really believe in it. And here I have my very personal story, like... As you might know, I'm currently pursuing to beat my e-bike time, which I rode a few months back. And I didn't believe I would be able or I will be able to crash that time. Like my thought pattern was, the e-bike time is like 10 minutes faster than I'm currently riding without any support. How will I ever be able to ride that time? And one guy, when I was telling him that, was basically saying, are you really sure this isn't only in your head? So I started the interval training experiment to see actually how good of an improvement I can get with each method and how fast I can get it. And so far, if I'm assuming that I'm improving linearly, which means like 30 seconds every two weeks, it looks like that I will beat the newest e-bike time in March. So I hope to be a good role model in that case if I'm able to crush the time. But so far I'm pretty convinced that if I'm putting in the constant effort and work, I will be able to beat that e-bike time. Even if it means that I will ride on a pro level, which is currently not even imaginable. The second thing which I noticed is you are giving up too early. Like we are conditioned to get everything quick and fast, like losing 15 kilograms of body fat within two weeks doing this one thing to earn 10k a day and to make things worse we expect to get delivered those new shoes which we ordered online in the best case yesterday so especially the younger generation which i call myself in to be honest is conditioned to instant gratification like nobody is anymore used to putting in the work to get the results like almost everybody wants things quick and easy without to put in the work. And also most people are looking for the magic pill, like that one little gadget which will improve their stamina tenfold. 
but I really want the best for you and I want to wake up you from that dream. There is no magic pill. No matter what you're pursuing, you will have to put in the work. Do you want to improve your riding skills? You have to ride more. Do you want to improve your stamina? You have to increase the intensity of your rides and the duration of your rides. Like there is no easy way to achieve things nobody else is having or very few people are having and experiencing. If everything would be easy, why isn't everybody having the best, like the best stamina, the best riding skills? Only those who put in the work are improving. Sure, there are naturals which are pretty good at riding the mountain bike from a very young age, but I'm convinced that if somebody who is a natural and is lazy, you can outperform them, even if you're not a natural, by putting in more work than he is. Sure, if the natural is putting in as much work as you are, you have no chance. But it happens very often that the natural isn't putting in as much work as they should, as they are pretty good at something, but you will outperform them if you just put in slightly more work than they are. Other people blame luck for other people riding better. But to be honest, I don't believe in luck. Like there is a pretty good quote which I resonate with quite a lot from Thomas Jefferson. He was the third president of the United States. He basically said, I'm a great believer in luck. And I find the harder I work, the more I have of it. And to be honest, I experience the same thing. The more work I'm putting in, the more luck I'm having. For me, luck means being prepared at the right moment. And you only are prepared if you have put in the work before. So you can recognize those opportunities and leverage them, which for me in the end is luck. And I'm not different than anybody else. Like when the local float trail has opened, I guess it was two years ago, I was really bad at riding berms. So like I was entering them and basically getting way too high and then I had to steer back down. And everybody who has ever ridden berms knows that riding a berm should be more of a fluent movement without that much steering. So more like leaning in more and approaching the berm in the right angle. I wish I had made a video from the very first ride so I could show you the difference from riding the trail over and over again, practicing it and not giving up. And the next time when you struggle, remember... Even Fabio Wiemer started at a very young age, probably not that good at biking. So no matter who is riding, they all started small. And let's take Fabio Wiemer for another example. I don't know his exact riding history, but he is probably more than 20 years on a bike already, practicing and riding everything and everywhere. So don't expect to have the results after riding just a few times. If you want to improve, you have to put in the repetitions. The third thing which I noticed which was holding me back was not riding at the same location and not riding the same trail over and over again. You probably know I live in a dream mountain bike location. Like we have mountain bike trails everywhere. The closest trail is only a 30 minute ride away and pretty easy accessible if you have the right stamina. Getting to the longer rides is usually a bit harder, as the uphill itself takes more than two hours, so a whole tour can take up to four to five hours with changing gear and riding down and recovering and so on, 
So even if we have a lot of variants of trails, I don't ride them that often. Like the bigger tours, I'm only making them on the weekends because I don't have four to five hours spare time during the week. So you might think, but isn't it boring to ride the same trail over and over again? Well, that depends. Let's say if you're riding the trail over and over again and riding it always the same, sure, it will get boring. Like you will make the same mistakes, you won't improve, you will be slow as usual, you won't see any improvement and you won't have any good experience while improving. Like the best feelings I always get from mountain biking is when I'm experiencing that I'm getting faster and when I'm improving my riding skills. For me it doesn't get boring if I ride a trail over and over again, as I tend to know the trail quite well, which means every turn, every jump I know it by heart, which allows me to improve on every ride. And here the crucial part is to reflect on each riding after you finish the riding. Like, ask yourself, have I been slower than before? Have I been faster? What have I made well? Where have I messed up my cadence? Where have I messed up my speed? Which berm could I have approached better? Which berm was I riding well? And so on. Like Einstein once said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Like the reflection part here is key. If you don't reflect, you won't be able to see any improvement or you won't see the mistakes you're making. So you probably ask, how can I find stuff I can improve? Like, as I already said, ask yourself those questions, what you have done well, what you have done not so well, and you quickly will identify your weak spots. But let me show my thought process. Like for me, the problem was that I wasn't good at riding berms. Like berms with big radiuses, that was not a problem, but the float trail had some pretty tight turns, which made it pretty hard for me to ride. So I approached the berms at a very straight angle, let's call it like that, which then led me up the berm and forced me to steer quite heavily, so it wasn't a smooth movement at all. Like I was riding more an angle than I was riding around movement, around the berm. So we have now identified the problem, like I'm approaching the berm at the pretty wrong angle. So while riding the uphill I thought how can I improve that angle. And while talking to a friend actually, he suggested that I should approach the berm more on the left side, like riding it high from the very beginning, as I was usually way too far right to actually get into that round movement which was necessary to ride the berm in a fluent manner. And here is the second key, like watch videos of other people, ask your friends which are already able to do that skill you're trying to learn and try to watch them and what they are doing differently than you are. Any other case, try to do as many things different in each ride as possible. And if you find something which is working even just one degree better, repeat that over and over again. In the best case, if you found something which is actually improving your riding, stick to that and only improve the execution, as you have found something that is actually improving your riding. If you found something which even after trying it 30 times isn't working, you've probably found something which won't work ever. Usually things which work in the long term 
at the beginning aren't giving you that much of an improvement obviously as you still have to refine the execution. So stick with those things which bring you just a little bit of improvement as you are probably hitting a thing which is bringing you bigger results and more improvement in the long term. And if you're watching a video and somebody is suggesting you to do something, always ask your mind, is this something which sounds reasonable? If they suggest something which is completely stupid, don't trust them 100% and always trust your gut feeling if you try something new. Like, there is a lot of bad advice on the internet and I hope mine is the opposite. <laughs> and here I have to give you a little bonus tip, because Riding always the same trail will get you pretty good results at the beginning, but as more you ride the same trail, you will get in some sort of comfort zone. I discovered this just recently. I don't know how many times I've ridden this particular trail, but probably more than 50 times. And after a few times I noticed that I'm always riding the same. And the solution to that was actually to risk more, like going faster than usual, not braking as much, trying to guess the perfect speed before the turn and rolling into it without braking. And the very interesting thing was that actually by risking more, I figured out that approaching the berm at a higher speed makes it actually easier. Like my body was already ready to take that challenge, only that my mind was keeping it back from performing at its maximum possibilities. Like once I really pushed hard, I tried to ride as fast as possible and all of a sudden, before the ride, you see it when the pros ride, they some sort of position their bike in the opposite direction of the berm, which basically allows them then to lean in more into the berm and approach the berm in a better angle. And I tried this several times, like risking more, trying to ride faster is really benefiting my riding style as it forced me to push even further and the result is that I'm learning actually faster. I'm not saying that you should ride extremely risky trails where you risk your life, but if the trail is safe, try to push a bit harder than you did the last time and you will be surprised by the results you will get. And the fourth and the last thing why you are not improving is trusting other people's opinion more than your gut and your own opinion. Like in the last few years, I got rid of a very bad habit of mine. I was valuing other people's opinion more than my own opinion, even if it was based on ideas which I had for quite a some time. So what do I mean by other people's opinion? I really delayed the creation of my Instagram account due to an opinion from somebody else. She was basically saying, Instagram isn't for us, it's for those fancy kids. And another opinion was when I then overcame that opinion, when I started to post content consistently, another person was saying, oh, you're just posting always the same stuff, you riding on trails. Those two things sent me down a rabbit hole. I started to question myself and my posting schedule and my ideas until I discovered a pretty good thought pattern because those opinions created a negative thought pattern in my mind. Like now, if somebody is giving me advice, I ask myself one simple question. Is this person successful in the area where they are giving me advice? And for those two examples I gave you, the answer was clear. It was no. People without knowledge like to give a lot of advice, especially in fields where they have no knowledge. 
I did that too and I am still tending to do that, but I try to reduce such things. Therefore, here on the podcast, I'm only speaking about things which I tried out myself. I'm not assuming anything. So you probably ask yourself, why are people doing such things? And the explanation and the reason is quite simple. They don't like you to change. Usually this kind of advice is given by people which are pretty close. It could be that they are childhood friends and they don't like to see you evolve and change. Because if you change, it basically says that they are lazy and not doing anything. So they basically want to drag you down in order to reduce that difference in between you. Like if you are improving, you are getting better and they stay on the same spot and therefore feel bad. Their logical thinking isn't saying, oh, I have to improve, but it is saying, okay, let's drag this person down to my level so I feel good again. So do the things you've been thinking around for a very long time. Ride that trail, no matter what. Try that new skill, no matter what. And achieve that goal, even if other people said, it's way too big, you will never achieve it. Go out and ride. Go out and try. These are just a few things which I learned along the way. So let me know if those four things brought you any value, if they are true for your life, and if you took any of the advice and let me know if it worked. With that said, thank you for listening and until the next time. 